as we go through this month, one of the topics that we feel very, very important to cover with the church is the topic of praise. Because there's a lot of misconception uh, within the church what, what praise is, what, what actual worship is. So we're going to spend some time in this, in this topic because, man, when you get into the Word of God and you begin to see, you know, uh, what it says about praise and how exciting it is to praise God. And, and you know, it, you know the, the, it, it's just a, it, it's so awesome. And, you know, oftentimes we think, well, praise is, you know, it's the, it's the two fast songs or the three fast songs at the beginning of service, right? That's what we think. Well, we're going to do praise. Everybody get up and dance. Everybody jump, jump, jump. You know, we think that's what praise is, right? We're all Pente- you know, Pentecostals, Baptists, whatever. You know, wherever we're coming from, we think there's an element of praise that we understand. So it's like, and then, and then there's what, two or three worship songs. You know, we, you know, we worship you know, we, we think that, you know, praises, we, we, we get excited, we jump up and down, worship, you know, we think, oh, you know, we, we kind of flow with music and things like that. And oftentimes, we think that's the definition of praise and worship. Two fast songs, three so songs, have an altar, have an altar time, and people come up. And, you know, and there, there's an element of things like that that really, truly makes sense. And uh, we'll cover some of that. But a few things that I want you to understand at the very beginning is praise, you know, we, I talked even, uh, you know, over the last week about praise being, you know, the weapons of our warfare. And one of the things that I want you to know is praise is a weapon in the quiver of the believer. I, I spent a lot of time talking about weapons because I, I feel like somewhere along the line between Hannah and Ka Louie, I listened to sermons over and over by Dr. Rodney, and he talks so much about the weapons. So I'm always attaching myself to the weapons that I have as a believer, that things that, I, that are put into my hand, things that I can use to fight. Because, see, I'm not, fi- I'm not fighting with my wife, I'm not fighting with my kids, but I recognize, I identify that in this world, that in this world there is a fight. And I'm not fighting against anybody. I'm fighting against, um, you know, wicked things, spiritual things. I'm, I'm fighting the fight of faith to continue to believe, to continue to stand, even when it looks gloomy sometimes. Amen? Even when something, you know, doesn't look good, I'm, I'm still fighting. So I want to take I want to take a little bit of time tonight and talk about talk about praise, because see our praise, man, it's it's everything. So let me let me just um, that's kind of a little bit of my introduction. But you know what is praise? Praise is an expression um, of approval or admiration for someone or something. So praise. So if you look at it, at the definition of praise, it's an expression. It's it's an actual an expression. So. If we just stop there, if praise is an expression, it involves action. Everybody agree? You follow me? So, like, so praise is an expression. So, like, um, you know, um, Chris and I played ball growing up, and, you know, our dads were, they made us run a lot, but they were also very encouraging. You know, they, you know, if you, if you had a good hit, they would, they would praise us. You know, they would be like, you know, good job, son. His dad was an encourager. Like, I mean, like, Roger, I mean, I, man, he was so great because, you know, he was just such an encourager on the Little League field. I don't even know what brought my mind to that, but it was like it was just drawn to how encouraging he was. But that was like a form of praise. Good job, good job. You're, you're doing these things right. You're, you know, and so that, that's a form of praise. The, you guys follow me? You know, uh, uh, you know, loving something or liking something, like you're praising. Like, I like ice cream. I love ice cream. You know, it's like you're, it's an expression, right? So understand that when you praise or when you when you get the inclination of praise there is an expression that follows you know um 
Yeah, man, this is already, this is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to slow down here. Praise God. When we get into talking about praise with God, you know, we get into, um, we, man, we get into the, to, to the depths of understanding who our Father is. When we get into under, understanding of what, what it means to really praise God. What it means to, to come before the Lord with just a, a praise and adoration and love. And you know, one of the things that I want to say about praise, it doesn't cost you anything. It, it's free. It, it, you don't have to pay for it. You, you don't have to, you know, that, that expression or love or adoration for God is, is free. And you know, and the only thing that it involves is us. Many times, the only thing that it involves is, is us opening our mouth or showing some form of expression. You know, the Bible says that if they won't praise me, what the rocks will cry out. So how important is praise to God? It's, ev it's everything. It's, 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 it's the beginning stages of everything given to the believer. You know, now I've got to tell you, and I want to back up because it's important. You know, I didn't understand praise. The, the very first part of my Christian walk, I, I never understood praise. I never understood what it meant to praise God. I, ne I, I just, I just, you know, I would see people put their hands up, and I'd be like, why are they doing that? And so, like, my, my pull away from praise was always, always thinking about why are people doing what they're doing? I don't know if that's anybody. I'm, you know, so I'm, I want to walk you guys through this because... If we can come through a period of two or three weeks and, and, and our praise and our life begins to change, begins to elevate, I'm telling you, and, I, and I, I promise you, you'll see a shift in your life. You'll see a shift in your life where things, when things begin to happen and, and instead of like going down that road of like, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh, and you say, thank you, Jesus. Lord, I praise you. I glorify you. I lift my hands before you. Lord, I thank you. You're my, you know, and, and if we begin to, to move in that area, I promise you, you'll see things that, that aren't such a big deal because you've learned how to, you've learned how to win with praise. So pr understand that praise is a weapon. Praise is a weapon given to the believers. Praise is a weapon given to the believers. I was getting ready to go somewhere, but I'm going to come back here real quick. Um, you know, praise is appreciating God. It, it's like you, there's an appreciation before God. Um, your, your appreciation then leads to worshiping Him. You know, uh, it is good to praise God. You know, Psalms 92.1, it is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to the Most High. Psalms 92.1, it's good to give praises to God. This is scripture. I'm gonna. I want to give you. I'm gonna. Don't want to just be in my own head. I want to give you. It's good to praise God. It's good to praise God. Isn't that? So, it's good to praise God. And you know. And like I said, the, you know, I didn't get it. I didn't understand it for the longest time. I, you know, I was so distracted by people. I was so distracted by what people were doing. And you know, I would look at one person and be like, he's raising his hands and worshiping the Lord. He's got more problems than me. Yeah? You know, because I see, him in, I see him in town. I see him in the community. He's got more problems. You know, why is he praising God? What makes him so special? What makes her so special? But I'm telling you, until we, until we step away, until we begin to examine our own life in this area, until we begin to, to develop patterns of praise, 
in our own lives, man, we will have a hard time seeing breakthrough. And we're going to see breakthrough. Amen. We're going to see breakthrough. And, you know, um, we are told that God inhabits the praises of his people. Psalms 22, 22, 3. So God inhabits the praises of his people. So when we when we begin to open our mouth and we begin to praise God. Guess what he does? He comes. He comes. Did, didn't you guys feel the presence of God tonight during worship? That's God. That, that's the Holy Spirit. That's God. That's God coming in and saying, hey, you know, he's, I, I can join that. I, I, yeah, he's checking us out. Yeah, he's like, look, I don't know. He's not, I'm not saying he's up there looking at him like this. You know, God is omnipresent. He, he can be anywhere he wants to be. He could be sitting right in this room. We never know. You understand? So that, that's who God is. But see, he inhabits the praises of his people. And can I tell you that it's not just, it's not just in a corporate gathering that God can inhabit the praise, your praises. Your praises that, you know, even yesterday morning when I got up and I come in here and I just, you know, Lee Howe went and took kids to school. I just got in here and I started walking around 7 o'clock in the morning. I was up at 6 and I'm still messed up on time. But however, I was just walking around. I was just, I started to pray. And next thing I know, I'm praising God. I'm praising God. And you know what happens at that point I start praising God? There's something about faith when we praise God. That he, that he will begin to give us something in faith. He will begin for us to want to believe for something in faith. He will, he will show himself faithful because we're praising him. Because we're opening our mouth and we're praising him. And i got to tell you, this is such a free thing that we, we miss and understand. That, we, that, you know, I mean, even now that, that, that I've grown as a Christian, I'm still growing as a Christian. I, I listen to testimonies and stories about praise, about the importance of, of, of prayer. You know, we're not, you know, prayer is important. We've talked some, so much about prayer, but, you know, a lot of times we leave praise out. You know, Zane and Halama were talking last night. There's a guy that we like, and he puts out prayer points. And then he said more recently he's been putting out praise, praise points where just, just Scripture, reading Scripture, you know, that, you know, if, the rock, if, the, you know if, if we don't cry out, the rocks will cry out. Lord, I'm going to cry out in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. That, that, you know, and there are other, other things that you can, you, you, you can praise the Lord for. But I want you to understand that praise is a vital weapon given to the believer. And so we're going we're gonna to get into this a little bit, and we're going to talk about this, and we're going we're gonna to kind of develop you know, some sermons around this because we want you guys to have the tools. Amen? We want you to come through, you know, even over the next week, over the next two weeks, over the next three weeks, with a tool, with a tool that you have in your tool belt. Jesse does construction. You know, we've got cool tools, right? But I'm telling you, as a child of God, as a born-again believer, He gives you great weapons in your praise. I'm not talking about Caleb's top 20. It's great. You can sing along with songs and you can do all that, but nothing will separate the time that you can come into the Lord and just love Him. The adoration, the, 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 the joy of the Lord, the, the getting into. Yet sing Christian songs. I don't have a problem with that. But do you understand that praise out of your own mouth? God wants to hear what you have to say. Because He loves you. Because He loves you. And do you know that with praise we can get God's attention? Because he inhabits the praises of his people. Amen? So we can get God's attention with our praise. You know, it's the easiest way, and I think I already said this. It's the easiest way to communicate with God, and it's the quickest way we can access the king. is through praise. That's good. It's the quickest way we can access the king of kings. Through praise. Because you, you ever, you know, you know 
you, and I, I guess how I know this, and I mean, it's like, if I pray, if I, if I come in here and I get down on my knees and I, and I pray, and then I'm like, okay, I'm waiting on, you ever just pray and you feel like you're waiting on an answer? Nobody? Just me. So some of you, you ever feel like you prayed and you'd be like, you got an answer. And sometimes you pray and you feel like, oh, I got an answer. I, I can get up. But I tell you, when you come in and you praise, it's refreshing. It's like I, I begin to open my mouth. All the fear, all the depression, all the anxiety begin to melt away. Because you know what? I, I'm not focused on me. I'm focused on the Lord. I'm focused on the King of Kings. I'm focused. So, you know, it's like I, I know like if I'm having a down day, I've got to raise my praise. I've got to raise my praise to a place where it's above how I feel. Amen. It's above, you know, I've got to raise my expectation in praise because it, it's, it's above how I feel. You know, I'm speaking from, from experiments, you know, not experiments, but experience. <laughs> blah, blah. That's re- is it, am I recording today, tonight? Some of this is good, so it's not bad that it's recording. I just hate when I flubber words up. But, but I'm speaking from experience. That, you know, that it's like, man, when the enemy hits you with something, you know, and it will, you know, it'll happen in our lives. Things will happen. But it's like, you know, it's why I always tell people, when you, have, when you have things going on, get around people that will help you see something through. You know, people that will pray, pray, pray with you, but will also praise with you. Thank you, Jesus, that I'm coming through this. Amen? I mean, you know, many of you know that if you ask Miranda and I to pray, what do we do? We open up with thanksgiving and we close with thanksgiving. I don't know, somewhere along the line, it just something happened, and it began to just, you know, the, the thanksgiving. I thank you, Jesus. We open up there, and we thank Jesus for what he's done. Amen? Because the blood covers so much. And I'm not talking about that today, but, but it is the easiest way that you can communicate with God is through your praise. Because sometimes we think talking with God is the easiest way. You can talk to God at any time because the Holy Spirit, it dwells inside of you. God is spirit, so he communicates with spirit. But your praise is the quickest quickest way. The quickest access you can have to God is through praise. You guys got that? Okay, praise the Lord. You know, know, just on a side note, you know, for the church, and and the reason that we want to take the time to teach upon this and, and for people to get this is that for a church, Sometimes praise in, in, in worship or praise in general can just, just become an activity in church. You understand what I mean? It can just be, well, okay, we're going we're gonna to praise the Lord, and then we're going to pray. And then it's like, and I don't ever want anybody in here, and I don't, because, you know, Miranda and I have to give an account for the things that we talk about, the things that we teach. You know, and so it's like, it's so important. It's why, it's why we, we want to take the time for people to get this thing called praise. But it's like, you know, we, you, know, I, I, you know, at times in churches where people can be like, you know, just feeling like we're going through the rituals of things. And see, I don't want you to feel like in your Christian walk that you're ever going through just a ritual thing or it's just becoming religious. Because if it starts to become religious, you got to shake yourself. you got to shake yourself. Oh, but pastor, you got to, sh- no, I, 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 I'll do as much shaking as I can do, but you got to shake yourself. And, you know, that's why praise is so important, because you got to shake yourself, right? you gotta, you got to move yourself to the place. And I, and I tell you, you know, oh, i got to jump there real quick. You know, the, the, the word praise uh, in Hebrew, there's seven different meanings, but the, the word uh, hallah, or, you know, we, we use the word hallelujah. That, that word hallah, 
is actually a Hebrew word. And I want to I just make sure I want to get this right. That word howla means to boast foolishly or to make a show. So when we, read that, when we sing that word hallelujah, the, the, the word comes from howla, which basically means to boast. Not to boast of yourself, but to boast of God. To, to be excited about the Lord. To be, I mean to be excited about the Lord. To be so excited and so, so in love with God that you look like a fool. Are you supposed to hear this in church? I don't know. We don't do that in church. We don't look like fools. We, you know, but I get it. I get it. Well, that's just out of order. No. No. You know, we get so hung up on what needs to be the order and what needs to be this and what needs to be that. It's like rain last week when she come in here and she was over here dancing and she was she had this spread from here to here. And I was like, man, she's got her own choreographic thing going on there, you know, and she's just worshiping the Lord. She's just doing her own thing, loving Jesus. And that's Hala, that word Hala. Is what it means. It means, you know what, that we boastly come before God. We worship God because He's the Lord of Lords. He's the King of Kings. Because of who He is. Not because of how I feel. Because, listen, I, if I come in, I mean, just on an average day, you know, even like on a Sunday morning, you know, like Pastor Moran and I preaching, on a Sunday morning, you could have five things thrown at you before you ever come up here, Right? And so it's like you have to, in, every, in every, anybody's situation, in, in your work environment, you can have 10 or 15 things thrown at you before you ever get it in front of people or speak or before you go to work. And, and, and you're like, how do I shake this stuff off? Because you know what? I, I've, I've got I've to get myself, I've got to get my heart right before God. I mean, Rand and I, like, when we preach or teach or anything like that, you know, a lot of times we just give each other space. If she's got Sunday mornings... I'm about what needs to be done Sunday mornings for the church. I leave her alone. She's, it's the same way. It, it's, it's the same way. I don't, anyway. Let me go back to where I was at. Hala, that word hala. You know, it, it, it's, it's used actually, and it was 96 times in the Old Testament. Hala, that word, that, that Hebrew word was used 96 times. Um, it, you know, and just to get this, the, the, the frame of, of that word alone, it means foolish. It means to, to look foolish. And you think, well, God wants us to look foolish when, when we worship Him, when we praise Him. God wants everything we have. He wants everything we have. It's why, you know, it's why we clap. It's why we jump. It's why we have instruments. There's not, there, you know, and there's nothing wrong with hymns. I love hymns. We sing hymns. There... there because you, you, I mean, the Holy Spirit can drop in a service. You can, you, you know, that Morgantown a couple times when we were, you know, just in the hymns, the Holy Spirit would move in the hearts of people. You know, but, you know, to boldly do these things before the Lord, do you know that you, do you realize you may cry? He may take you to your knees because of who He is? Because you're in the presence of the Almighty? So I want you to understand, there's a freedom in our praise. There's a freedom. And, you know, and i got to tell you that, you know, even to look out and, 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 you know, it's like even 
for whatever reason, I've learned. Because I get, dis- I used, and I, I can easily get distracted. I've learned. When praise and worship starts, I like to be up towards the front. And, you know, I, I just, I kind of block things out. I don't look around. I find my own little place with God, and I worship Him, and I praise Him, and I glorify Him. Amen? It's hallow. You know, and if I, you know, if it's, if it's if that I got to jump, I jump. You know, it's, you under, I may jump sometime in church. Is that all right? I may spin in a circle sometime in church. I wish I could do a head spin. I'd do one of those, but uh, anyway. I may jump. I may shout. I may sing. Amen? But can I tell you that you as a born-again believer have permission to do the very same thing? Halla. So, <laughs> so I, I just want, I want, you know, I want to begin to give you guys this framework in the importance that you, um, because there, there's, there's breakthrough in your praise. Amen? There's breakthrough in your praise. And I want to I I touch on one story tonight. I don't know what time, where we're at on time right now, but let's go to um, Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16. I never want praise. I never want worship to be just an activity for you in your life. And you know, I promise you, there are reasons why people don't feel like praising. But I tell you, you know, no matter what, you just got to shake, shake a lot of that stuff off sometime. I praise Him because of who He is, not because of how I feel. And honestly, when I figured that out, I was able to call praise a weapon. It's now a weapon that I use. (laughs) I mean, and it's a cool weapon. Because I can start praising God. You know what? He shows up. I, You know, just call out His name. He shows up. Lord, I thank you. You're a good God. You're a good God. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for what your word says. I thank you that, you know, Psalms 91, just read down through Psalms 91. I thank you that, Lord, right here, this, this, this word's for me. I thank you, Lord. I praise you. I praise you. Now, I want to touch on one thing tonight because this past week, one of the things that I did, you know, I felt like the Lord was like, you know, when, when we lined everybody up and, and uh, I felt to anoint everybody's hands, that this would be a year that people would begin to, to see signs and wonders. They would begin to see the manifestation of signs and wonders in their life. But can I tell you that, that praise with a weapon is a wonder. And wonders can happen just because of praise. And I got a story in the Bible I want to read to you, and I want to show you this real quick. Let's go to Acts chapter um, 16. 16, and I want to start at, um, I think it's actually verse 16 as well. 16, 16. Praise can... Um, Praise can produce wonders. 16.16. It says, One day as we were going down to the palace for prayer, we met a slave girl who had a spirit that enabled her to tell the future. She earned a lot of money for her masters by telling fortunes. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God, and they have come to tell you how to be saved. See, even the demons know. It says, They went day after day until Paul got exasperated and turned and said to the demon with her, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And instantly it left her. His master's hopes of wealth were now shattered. So they grabbed Paul and Silas and dragged them before the authorities at the marketplace. The whole city is in an uproar because of these Jews. They shouted to the city officials, They are teaching customs that are illegal for us Romans to practice. 
A mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and the city officials ordered them stripped and beaten with wooden rods. Now, I'm, you know, think about it. To be stripped and beaten with wooden rods, they were stripped. Not an ounce of clothes. They were stripped. This was, this was custom. They would take every piece of clothes off of them, and they would beat them. It's not like the, the beatings that we see in the Bible. They're not like they're, they beat them to the point of death. I mean, so you got you got to even just understand this picture that here's Paul. He's taken a beating because, you know, all he said, all he said was, I'm tired of this girl following me around, talking about me being a Christian, telling people how to get to heaven. In Jesus' name, spirit come out of her, and the spirit left. And the spirit left. But now, but now he becomes an enemy of, 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 of this city. Because, you know, well, now he's getting into our business. But all he did was cast a demon out. So, verse 22, A mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and city officials ordered them stripped and beaten with wooden rods. They were severely beaten, and then they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure they didn't escape. So the jailer put them in the inner dungeon, which understand there's, there's an outer dungeon, and then there's an inner dungeon. And uh, the inner dungeon was very dark, very drab, very, very much the, the depths of, of actually a dungeon. It, you always, in a lot of these dungeons and castles or whatever, you would have an outer dungeon where people that did lesser of crimes, they would stay there, but the ones that were murderous or whatever, they would throw them in the pits. And that's where they were put. They were put in the pits of basically a dungeon. In verse 25, it says, And around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening. So think about this. They were beat nearly to death. They were stripped. They were thrown into a dungeon. And as they're in the dungeon, what were they doing? Praising God. Praising God. They were singing they were singing and praising God. Singing hymns. And the other people were listening. And I love the suddenlies of, of Acts. I love, I love when there's a... I, anytime you see a suddenly in the Word, you know, in the Bible, a lot of times you see where the Holy Spirit, boom, shows up. And that's exactly what happened. And it says, suddenly, there was a massive earthquake, and the prison was shaken to its foundation. All the doors immediately flew open. Could you imagine? And the chains of every prisoner fell off. Is that, is that a wonder? See, that's a wonder. That's a wonder. So you understand that in, that, that in your praise, it can produce wonders in your life. Because, you know, I'm sure Paul and Silas and every other inmate, all the, all the shackles, I mean, I, I just love this story, all the shackles, all the other inmates came off. And all they're doing is listening. And they're listening to Paul and Silas, you know, sing hymns and praise God. And all of a sudden, an earthquake, an earthquake that shakes the ground. What does that have to do with my handcuffs coming off? There's an earthquake, things are shaking, and all of a sudden, my handcuffs come off. And it's like, how'd this happen? You know, praise God, how'd, how'd this happen? Does anybody think that's a wonder? I, say, I think it's a wonder. So they immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed that the prisoners had escaped, so he drew his own sword to kill himself. But Paul shouted to him, Stop, don't kill yourself. We are all here. The jailer called to the lights, and he ran to the dungeon, and he fell down, trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? 
What must I do to be saved? Do you see that God, through praise, through praise, not, not only can you walk in wonders, not only can, can things, wondrous things happen. You know, Jesse's sharing a testimony, and, 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 you know, just about how people see God on him in the workplace. Doesn't say a word to anybody. Doesn't say a word to anybody, but, hey, there's something a bit different about you. And then his boss looks at him, the, 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 the guy that's a regional director. Is that right? I don't want to get the story wrong. You can, tell, you can give the testimony later. But, but I just love that. Because that, they, you know, there are wonders that are th- wonderful things that are among us, but wonders that, that you, know, you don't even say a word. There's something different about you. There's something different about you. You worship Jesus, don't you? You're, bo- you're born again, aren't you? You're a Christian, aren't you? I can tell. And then he tells it, and he's with another guy. And, you know, and the other guy says something, he's like, there's something different about him. And the other guy says, yeah, he's, he's a Christian. He didn't say a word to anybody. He, didn't, he, didn't, he wasn't bragging. He wasn't boasting. But do you understand that as born-again believers, I mean, the wonderful things will happen. Not only wonderful things, but wondrous things will happen. And God, God, God will appoint and He will anoint. He will, give you, he will give you privilege. He will give you favor. When you, when you serve the King of Kings. He, I mean, He makes a way. But I'm telling you, through your praise, through, through, through your praise, through, through the things that come out of your mouth, man, it opens up doors. It opens up prison cell doors. Amen. It, it breaks the chains and bondage. And so if we can even get that in the spiritual sense of actually what's happening, is that through praise, through the singing of songs and hymns, what it does is it opens up doors that have been shut. It, op- it breaks the chains that were held in bondage before. And that's what, it, that's what praise does. And I'm telling you, it's just to get that spiritual picture of, like, of, of how big our God is. I mean, He caused an earthquake to happen. On their behalf, because they were praising him. I mean, you know, I love the Bible. Isn't it exciting? Isn't the Word of God exciting? Man, it 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 just it stirs me up. It really does. So even here, right, right, real quick, and even in this sort, let me let me keep reading. I don't want to get too far ahead because I've got like really a lot of notes even out of tonight, and I I don't I want to make sure we're just we we're we're brief in this enough so we can get it so it so it holds because I know that that if we all get praise if we get if we get the element of understanding what praise is it it will shift things in our life will shift it will shift things in our life to 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 a place of like I'm I'm not dealing with sickness because I praise God I'm not dealing with it because I praise God. I'm not dealing, I'm, I have a great marriage. I have great finances because I praise God. I have this because I praise God. I praise God, I praise God. So, you know, praise is, a, is such, a, such a powerful weapon. Yeah, I've got to finish the story because I love the story. So the jailer called for the lights, and he ran, ran to the dungeon, fell down, trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, along with everyone in your household. And they shared the word of the Lord with him. And all who lived in his household, even at the hour of the night, the jailer cared for them and washed their wounds. 
Then he and everyone in the household were immediately baptized. He brought them into the house and he set meal before them. And his entire household rejoiced because they all believed in God. The next morning, the city officials sent uh, police to tell the jailer, let these men go. And I love, I love the, you know, here's Paul. Even, you know, because the Holy Spirit, what it does is it gives you a boastfulness in the, in, in the things of God. So then j- the jailer told Paul, the officials have said that you and Silas are free to leave. Go in peace. But Paul replied, They have publicly beaten us without a trial. They have put us in prison, and we are Roman citizens. We're Roman soldiers. So now, this is what I want you to do. This is what Paul's saying. I'm paraphrasing. You know, I'm like with a passion because this is what Paul was saying. He says, now they want us to leave secretly. Certainly not. Let them come themselves to release us. When the police received, uh, reported this, the city officials were alarmed to learn that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens. So they were beating people that were Roman citizens, which was against their law. They shouldn't have even been doing it. So they came to the jail, and they apologized to him. So Paul was like, you go tell them to come and apologize to me. You've beat me half to death. You tell them, to come and, you, you tell them personally to come and do this. And they brought them, and they begged them to leave the city. When Paul and Silas left the prison, they returned to the home of Lydia. There... There they met with the believers, encouraged them once more. Then they left town. And so do you understand that, 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 one, that one element of praise, that one element of, you know, they were beaten, they were thrown into jail, but they took, that, they took that situation and they took that circumstance and all they did was begin to praise God. They didn't go to jail and say, well, can you believe? Man, my legs broke. They, they, you know, we don't know the beating they took. Can, can, you know, this, you know, they didn't go to jail and say, you know, this serving Jesus is hard. You know, we're probably going to die. <laughs> you know, we're, we're probably going to die one day for serving God because, you know, we got beat up in the last city. You know, this is like our third mission trip. You know, we get beat up everywhere we go. This serving Jesus is not fun. But they weren't saying that. They weren't saying that. They were saying, you know what, we're going to praise God. We're going to sing hymns. And, you know, and, and the thing about it is because they were on assignment and they were on mission, you know what God does? God saves people along the way. That's my trip to Hawaii. And it's my, it's, it needs to be our trip and it needs to be our voice everywhere we go and when we go out. Who can be saved today, Lord? Who can I tell about you, Lord? Who can I share my faith with, even if it's, even if it's just that small piece? Who can I pray with today? You know, to begin with, just some of that sometimes, just with somebody. How can I pray for you? And if you ask somebody that, you know, oftentimes they'll be like, well, yeah, I got this, and I got this, and I got this, and I got this. And, and so you, you pray with them, and that's good. Because that's, that, as Christians, that's where we should be, right? We should be praying with people. We should be walking people through this. We should be loving people through this. And then, you know what? We praise God for the opportunities. And that's what Paul and Silas did. The shackles came off. The jailer come in. I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to cut my head off. I'm going to stab myself because I know that I'm going to die because everybody left this jail. And he said, no, we didn't leave. We're still here. We're still here. We didn't leave. How, what must I do to be saved? And then he went right through it. And he began to tell him about God. And he began to tell him about Jesus. And his whole family was saved. And if, you know, even in the early part of, uh, early part of 16, Paul, was, Paul and Silas were stopped from going into other areas. The Holy Spirit stopped them and told them not to go. They were warned not to go into other areas. And then all of a sudden he has a vision, he has a dream about a man. He sees a man in Macedonia that he's supposed to go to. And I believe it was this jailer. doesn't say that, but I, I believe that, that in this dream that God had called him to a man. And see, do you understand that God can call you to a man? He can call you to a person, a woman, a girl, a boy. He can call you to somebody to be, to be that person. 
that where you lead that one person to the Lord, you know what happens? Their whole family gets saved. That's what happened in Hawaii. I went in and prayed with, uh, you know, Lena, and, 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 you know, from that moment, she was like, my whole family needs to pray. And you know what happens? They, they're like, and everybody was in agreement. Yeah, we all need to pray. So do you see that when one person in one family, you know, I said yes to Jesus. All my family got saved. And if I would have not said to Jesus, all my family would have burned in hell. Sounds hard. It's true. It's true. Parents were great people. But they had never prayed. They had never prayed that prayer of salvation. They had never, they had never confessed Jesus as Lord. I mean, you know, this is serious stuff. Serious stuff. My kids wouldn't be saved. Probably wouldn't be married. I mean, that's, that's real. That's real. But praise. Listen, I, I want to close even tonight with this. When we praise God, He often will show us our path. When we praise God, when, when we praise God, he'll often show us our path and where to walk at in faith. When we praise God, he will often show us our path and where we need to be. And it's so important that even through your praise, hear what I'm going to say, when, when you praise God, make sure you have ears listening. Because I really believe that if he inhabits the praises of his people, he's in the midst of our praise. He's speaking in our praise. You know, a lot of times we get down, I just want to hear the voice of God. I want to hear the voice of God. We pray in tongues, we pray in tongues, we pray in tongues, whatever. We're not going to get it. We're not going to get it. Because we won't, we won't quiet down. We won't listen. We won't listen. We won't, we won't, you know, we, you know, you know, like God's like, okay, you, I, I, I heard you. I understand the need. Where's your praise? Where's your praise? Where's your praise? And I promise you, listen, if your praise, if your praise is, if you praise as much as you pray, I'm telling you, you'll, you'll see breakthrough. I believe that. I, I really, truly believe that. If you praise as much as you pray, you'll, you'll see break, breakthrough. And oftentimes, my, my prayer ends up more in praise than, than it does in prayer. I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I'm saved. I'm thankful that I'm going to heaven. I'm thankful that I, get, that, I know, that I know Jesus. I'm thankful that he forgives me. Amen. I'm thankful that he's graceful and he's merciful. I, I'm thankful for that. I am so thankful for that. He's patient with me. Aren't you thankful? <laughs> I mean that, that he's patient with us? Man, it's amazing. It's amazing. Hallelujah. You know, and I just, you know, just even to go back, you know, praise will commit God. It will commit God to work on your behalf. Praise will commit God to work on your behalf. He'll not only speak to you, but it, you're, you're committing God to work on your behalf. Because he... he, he he wants to be praised. And I tell you, I think when we get to heaven, you know, I think my little hokey dance over here that I do every once in a while and dance around and, you know, whatever I do over here and I, you know, I, 
They're going to look at me and say, what is that? First, that's what they're going to say. <laughs> what is that, white boy? <laughs> so they're going to say, what, white, white boy, what, what is that? And there's that hallow. There's going to be people jumping and dancing and screaming and yelling. And there's going to be a noise in heaven unlike anything we can ever imagine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That they, you know, they're just crying out. But they're, they're tapping into the heart of the Father through that worship, through that praise. Mm. It's going to be exciting. Amen.